Hello and welcome to episode number 25, recorded on January 8th, 2010, of HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player with your host, Root. And Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about LFG. If you don't use it, you're missing out. You really are. We're also going to do Adopt-A-Pet, Add-On of the Week, and Root's Auction House Tip. Always, always have an auction house tip. I'd like to throw our greetings out to all of our guildies in the uh, Titans Warriors Guild over in Whisperwind and with my guildies and hanging with my gnomies on uh, Whisperwind as well, even though I'm not a gnome in that group. A lot of us aren't How gnomes in that group. How do they let you group. in? I don't know. There are a lot of non-gnomes in the hanging with my gnomies group. I bet it's because they need healers. It could be. You know, I was in a gnome guild before on Gorgonosh. That was the biggest problem. They they could not... No, no, get a lot gnomes of... can't be healers. They can't. Oh. We have a lot of other non-gnomes. In fact, the guild leader isn't even a gnome. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe that's just what it is. He's hanging with his gnomies. That could be what it But then again, I'm not a gnome. He hangs with me. Well, you're hanging with your gnomies. Hmm. There aren't any gnomes in the guild. I have yet. I think I've seen one. So I don't know. Hanging with my gnomie? <laughs> it should be singular <laughs> instead of plural. No more, no more gnomies. I don't know. So, you know, before we get into the whole podcast here, how was how was your holiday season? How was your Christmas and New Year's? My Christmas was great. Um, I enjoyed the two pets that you got for me. Were you thinking. surprised? I was very surprised. See, I fell I knew down. You would be. I knew you. I'm sorry. Um, little KT and uh, Pandaren Monk. They're and they're very funny. They're, they're fun. They are funny. What? They're fun. And I also um, gave out some really good gifts. You know, um, I actually found five different people to give a swag dog shirt to. No way. And they all really enjoyed it. You know, they all comment on the fabric and you know, tried them on and it fit well. Were they World of Warcraft good. ones or? No, they actually weren't. Um, there was uh, one for the Dark Knight, um, a couple for the show called Metopolis, and then some superhero ones, and uh, one that just said for great justice, which uh, Mr. Freckleface liked that a lot for some yeah. reason. It sounds like something maybe the Green Lantern would say. I don't know. I don't know, but he wore it to his D&D games and oh, had fun with that. Well, there you go. There you go. That's cool. That's awesome. So you got those off of swagdod.com, obviously. I did, right? obviously. Yeah. Shameless plug for them there. So good job with that. And uh, I had a great Christmas and holiday, too. Thanks for asking. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, you know, I, what I wanted to get done was done. And uh, we ended up going up to the uh, mountains in, uh, in Tennessee and was without really good internet connectivity for a couple of days. But I lived. You didn't pull your hair out too much? Not too much. Uh, right. But I live. So, okay. hey, as always, you guys can find our website over www.hearthcast.com. Our email, should you wish to contribute to the show, is contribute at hearthcast.com. So you can find the show on iTunes by searching for Hearthcast or World of Warcraft or Podcast or Auction House Tips or a lot of other things that we do. If you want to contribute to the show and you don't want to email us or you don't want to use the website submission form on our website, you can always call us. Our hotline, which goes straight to voicemail, is 321-558-7637. And you can also follow us on Twitter. That would be twitter.com forward slash hearthcast. And we get a lot of cool followers on Twitter and a lot of feedback on Twitter and a lot of retweets and a lot of a lot of people saying a lot of stuff on Twitter all the we time. We do. We like which Twitter. Which is kind of cool. It's doing what it's supposed to do. So, Frackleface, what is up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Um, well, I'm on my mage, you know, um, I've made a good chunk of change. Porting people? Porting people. You have Freckleface's taxi service. Yep, playing with the auction house, 
Um, one thing I'm still kind of struggling with is, you know, I picked up Inscription. Right. And I do like that I have these shoulder enchants that are better that I can get from any quartermaster. And that you can only have them if you're an Inscriptionist. Okay. So, in that regard, I'm at a benefit. But I'm struggling to find, you know, that one item that's going to turn a profit. Yeah. Because I've kind of compared, you know, making the glyphs or just making the ink and selling that. And nothing seems to really make as much as just selling the raw herbs. And I was going to comment on that because I have never seen glyphs do well in the auction house. They seem to do okay for the lower level when people like, like you know, I was I went to the, to the auction house to get my glyph for my healer, but I'm good to go for a long time now. I don't need another one for another 10, 15, 20 levels. Right. And the problem is when you're leveling it up, it gets you, might, replaced. you might have three different glyphs that you can make that will give you skill ups. Right. And you'll make, you know, 20 of them. So you have a whole bunch of glyphs that people may or may not use, and if they do, it's only a particular class, a particular spec, and if they need one at that time. So I just, I end up vendoring a lot of it. Just taking a backspace. Yeah, just taking a backspace. So I'm just still looking for a way to make it into a profit. But if not, I may consider dropping it. Which, by the way, speaking of backspace, I now use that bag one or bag, bag, non. bag non and loving it. Awesome. It is truly, you know, I took your advice, installed it, love it. It's great, it's great, it's great. So with me, thanks for asking. Uh, I sense a theme this week. Uh, Don't give me enough time. (laughs) Squid Cash is doing great. He's now level 20, almost 21. Um, He's my uh, Draenei healer. Draenei? That's, yeah, Draenei. There's no R. There's not a second R. No, his is. He's like a Mr. T. It's just for him. Okay. I hacked. Okay, hacked the game. Yeah, he's my Draenei. (laughs) Draenei. Draenei. What is he? Anyhow, he's squid cash. He's a squid. He's got the octopus on his face. Now, cash, not like Not C-A- money. No, no. C-A-C-H-E, as in a lot of. Like a place you would hoard squid, like on his face. Right. And he's got the squiddiest squid face I could possibly get. That's awesome. And it really doesn't matter. You know, just as a side note, no matter what you name your character, well, almost always, people are going to shorten it anyhow. I always get called squid. Yeah. You know, rarely do I get called squid cash. It's just, hey, squid. So, but that's just how it is. Some people don't, though. I don't know if Vanilla might get called Van all the time. Yeah, I do, actually. So, yeah. And Freckleface probably got called Freck a lot. Or Freckle. Or Freck. Or Freckles. Or Freck. No one says Freck. <laughs> I said Freck. You don't count. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, anyhow, back to my squid. Anyhow. Uh, he's doing cool. It's, it's, you know, it's my first priest I've really leveled past, like, two or three. Um, the other ones I just I lost interest in, and now I'm sad that I lost interest in the other ones because they're really fun. Um, back in my old days of playing EverQuest, I played a druid and pretty much was a secondary healer responsible for keeping the primary healer, the priest, alive. So I have really enjoyed this back, the fact of going into these dungeons and being the main healer and keeping all these people relatively alive. It's hard to play a different a different role. It's fun though. In dungeons. I've tried to do a healer. I've tried to do a tank, and it's just it's just so different than do, being a DPS. It is a DP. Well, especially from coming from you know my other really strongest character I ever played uh, was was a, a warlock, and with the warlock you kind of you're clothy, you're squishy, but you hang back and you just you dropping dots and you're you're dealing a lot of damage, but you're not up, up there in the fight. With a priest, I'm not dealing any damage. 
I'm kind of like standing back, and every time, every so often, I'll drop one of my dots on the on the on the mobs just to feel like I'm participating. But at this level, anyhow, I'm not doing anything except healing the group. And I'm only level twenty, so well, maybe I mean, that's, that's expected. That's all at that a healer level. does. They don't do damage. Well, not expected to. I know, but I just I like don't like being on the bottom of the damage meters when they put right. It. See, but that's the thing. Like you're coming from a DPS, so it's right. hard for you to adjust to being a healer. Now the other thing I've decided with Squid Cash, no professions. Now I'm doing the fishing and the cooking in the first aid. Okay. But I'm not gonna pick up a profession on him until he level caps. Not even a gathering. Nothing. 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 I have a theory. You know that is one of the things you tell people not to do. I know, but I have a theory. Oh, what's your theory? My theory. Well, number one, I, I'm. And we'll get to to um, fat wallet here in a minute, but I'm not worried about money because of fat wallet and but here's the deal my theory is this by the time squid cash is 80 blizzard would have re, will have revamped the gathering skills so that you're not failing anywhere or, or, or rather you might fail but you can gather anywhere because you remember back when sniper was talking we had a round table and sniper right. was talking about the whole fishing thing hey so you know i can fish in my home water but somehow i look at this creek or this lake uh, i forgot how to fish i can't fish right, here. right same type of concept we talked about it before where i said you know you should be able to mine an, on, on any ore and fail but not you know you can't mine this ore because it's above your level i think that the gathering skill level cap is going to be removed for the areas you, you will be able to gather anywhere at any time and if will it fail? Yeah, it might fail. Or it, you know, but you will still skill up while you're there. You may not get anything from the node that you are mining or the herb that you are herbing, picking, gathering, whatever. You may not get anything from it, but you'll, you'll your skill will level up. That's one principle of my theory. The other side of it is, once I hit 80 and have nothing else to do but wait around for something to happen, I'll have plenty of time to go back to like the lobby areas if my theory fails. I can back to lobby areas and not worry about any kind of animal or critter or whatever attacking me. Sure. So that's why I'm holding off on those. Plus, you level up a lot faster. You know, so I'm just I'm not, you know, when you're not sitting around going, oh, I need to go do this. Oh, I need to go. I can I can concentrate 100% on leveling my tomb. Uh huh. So well, I can understand why you would say why it would go in that direction because they seem to be doing that with the fishing. Right. Um, but to me, like in my mind, the reason why you can't gather an herb when you're too low for it is not because your character can't pick it up is because your character doesn't know what it is you know like me in real life like okay i know what a daisy looks like i can go in a forest and i can pick out the daisies but the other stuff i'm not going to be able to identify you can still pick it up you may not know what it is so i mean yeah i mean look at something and go okay that, that could be a daisy or that's just a flower i don't know what that flower is but i know it's a flower right it looks pretty. I can pick it. Is it poisonous? Oh, my gosh. You know, who knows? <laughs> but I can still pick it. Now, I may not be able so. to extract whatever the benefits of that flower is. I can still pick it. So what I'm going to do is ruin it, but I may level up my skill a little bit going, oh, wow, I should have done this. That's going to so. cause a lot of drama. Like I said, if we need drama, if in there's the game. something like oh, we don't need <laughs> there's something like a frost lotus or titanium mode. Absolutely. And someone comes on and just smashes it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Messed up. Thought we messed up. Yeah, it's gonna come. All right, we'll see. We'll we'll make a note of it next time. There's a, a up, the, update on the way the stuff is gathered. We'll let you guys well, know. Then we can we can go back and go and show twenty five. Root said. Okay. And then you'll see. Okay.
Now, speaking of Root, he speaking is now Root. on Whisperwind. Awesome. That was my Christmas present to me from me uh, because when Mrs. Root said, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, I want to transfer my character from this. She looked at me with you know deer in the headlights and went, will it make you happy? I said, yeah. She goes, take care of it. I don't want to. You know. So that was that was cool. <laughs> so I, I took care of it. So I, he's Did over there. Did she wrap it? No. Okay. No. No, she didn't even. No, she just said take care of it. So. She didn't put a bow on the computer? Nothing. No. That's a shame. Nothing. So, But it, he's there. I'm happy. I haven't done anything with him yet, but he's there and I'm happy. Uh, and Fat Wallet is over 2,000 gold right now. Awesome. He's doing really good. I've made some stupid decisions. Like, I look, let me try this, because simply because I've got a little more gold and I'm being a little more frivolous. Risky. Yeah, with Risky. with yeah. the gold. But it's still this when when I when I do it, I mess up and I go, man, you know, I need to stick to the core things that I know are doing what they should be doing. And I go back to it and then boom, a bunch of gold. Now I will talk about in my auction house tip something that I started doing and it's been very profitable for me that I will talk about that uh coming up in that section. Now, do you know anything about what's going on with Blizzard? Well, I think the biggest news going on with Blizzard right now is out of game. It really doesn't have anything to do with the patches or, you know, balance or anything else. I think it has to do with that guy that got busted. Uh, there was a guy, I think it was a, like a drug dealer, whatever he was, and it was basically a cold case, and the cop was looking for him, talked to some of his of, of this guy's known associates, and one of them mentioned that, hey, he plays some kind of... Uh, a wizard warlock game and the cop plays wow and so the cop immediately went oh, this guy plays wow so he subpoenaed well actually he didn't even subpoena he sent blizzard a request for information said hey i'm a cop i'm over here we're looking for this guy we heard he plays world of warcraft here's some of his information and blizzard responded with everything they had on the guy his character name his ip address his you know, class, raise, everything, including down to the billing information, the credit card the guy's using, uh, his home address, a whole nine yards, everything Blizzard had on this guy. Well, I think they uh, – didn't he find the address through Google? Like Afterwards. He put in, put in yeah, what he did is – Yeah, what what happened – well, yeah, because he gave him the longitude and latitude of all, you know, all the information. Well, he got that from Google Maps because Blizzard gave him all the billing information. The guy went on Google Maps and got, you know, street view. He's looking at the guy's house. You talk about easy detective work. But – what that sparked is a little bit of, hey, how much of this information should I be giving? Now, number one, the guy's dumb for, you know, okay, he's a criminal. Should, you know, I'm not saying criminals shouldn't have fun to go play World of Warcraft, but come on, you know, use your neighbor's credit card or use one of the credit cards you stole or something. I don't All know. All right, let's not give advice to people who are evading <laughs> the law. I mean, don't, you know, it's just like people sometimes are just are, 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 are dumb, and that's you know, one of those cases. But Blizzard did not have to give that information to the police officer. They were, the police had no jurisdiction uh, with Blizzard to, to do this. Uh, Blizzard just, hey, here's this guy's information. Do whatever you want to with it. Uh, that does a little bit open up a little bit of privacy concerns for some people, I think. But personally, I could care less. I'm not doing anything wrong. If Blizzard wants to tell somebody where I live, woohoo, great. And come on over. You know, We'll have something to drink. We'll jump in the pool. Who knows? Maybe barbecue. Non-alcoholic beverage to drink. So. Fair enough. Root beer. <laughs> a root beer. A root beer. I like that. Uh, so you didn't even think uh, about that. Yeah. You okay. didn't You didn't mean to do that, did you? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. We'll have a root beer. So, yeah, the, the whole little Arrested Development thing with Blizzard. I think there's going to be a little more that comes out of it as, as weeks go by. But, uh, yeah, the guy's busted. He's in jail. So 
And they actually linked his armory character, and he had some pretty cool gear. He was doing pretty well. So I think he's probably – it's one of those things, what do you miss more, your freedom or being on WoW? You know, so. Well, if you don't have a traditional job, it probably frees up a lot of your time. Yeah, you know what? That's true. If he's a criminal mind and he's like, you know, I'm just I'm on the run, but let me play WoW. Yeah. That's probably why he was like just uber-geared. Nothing to do but play WoW. So that's pretty cool. So what's in the uh, old email questions this week? I see we have one. We do. We have a question from, I think it's Maralia over on Argent Dawn EU server. Oh, in the European server. European realms. server. All right. And she says, hello there. I really enjoying... I am really enjoying your wonderful show. Thank you. And I think that the add-on and the money-making tips are brilliant. Wait, wait, wait. She's European, so I'm guessing she's British with her with the use of brilliant. Would you like to read this in a British accent? I would like you to read this in a British accent. I can't do a British accent. You can't accent. do a British accent? No, I can't. All right, well, never mind. You, no, you do it. No, no, no. I can't speak in a, in a female British accent. And You don't have to speak female. Ma- Mariella is clear, clearly female. So, no, you go ahead. All right, I was just wondering, what is your take on the anger of people when in either the new LFG system or PvP? So what's our take on the anger of people in either LFG or PvP? Um, a lot of it, you know, what I see on that one is even in the LFG channel. Now, this isn't PvP because it's not PvG channel, but in the LFG channel, when you're looking for a group, there's a lot of smack talk going on. And welcome to the world of Warcraft. Um, welcome to the age of digital babysitting, you're going to have a lot of smack talk from 12-year-olds who probably could, you know, pwn you in a PvP match. And so they get their jollies by, you know, thinking they're talking big and pretending to be an adult by uh, using what they consider to be mature and harsh language. And I think all that does is make other people mad. And instead of just ignoring it, I think they fuel the fire by continuing to comment or try to one-up the person in there. Um, I haven't seen it really a whole lot in the actual groups, except for that one group that I was in, and I got mad at someone for ninjaing. And then, well, uh, they weren't really ninjing. <laughs> that one guy ninja. That one guy ninja. He took a leather item, and he was a rogue. He still ninjaed it. That's not ninjing. <laughs> Every- well, I can tell you about the worst experience I had. What was that? I was doing Nexus with the random pug. And uh, right before we get to the last boss, the tank goes, is there anything you don't fail at, Mr. Mage? Oh. And I just, you know, what? You know, I had no idea what they were talking about. Apparently they were mad because I was AOEing um, when they were surrounded by mobs. Mm. Now, one thing I do have to watch out with with a mage as opposed to a rogue is that my DPS causes a lot of aggro. Absolutely. Especially if it's AoE. Right. I never had that problem before. Oh. And I don't like sitting back for five seconds and waiting to attack. I feel like I should just be getting in there. Participating. You know, constantly. Right. But a lot of times when I do that and the tank is, you know, a little bit undergeared or doesn't quite have enough threat, you know, they'll come toward me and kill me. Right. You, you know, that happens with a priest, too. When I, uh, I, I, I threw my bubble on somebody because he was about to die. And so I bubbled him and threw my, my gift of Naru, is that it? Yep. I threw my gift, of, and that really made the mob mad. And I pulled the mob off of him, and he healed, but the mob, like, come after me. But still. So what happened with this so guy? What so, hap- so mind you, he didn't bring this up until after he pulled the last boss, when it wouldn't be an issue. Okay. Um, and it just pulled the boss and then said in chat, well, since you think you can tank so well, here, have fun tanking. Leaves the group, is ported out. So he pulls the boss and then leaves the group. And leaves. So we're Whoa. all just... You know, dead within five seconds. 
Whoa. Um, you know, which is irritating because we got our repair bill. Yeah. Uh, to add on top of things. So that that really made me mad. And um, I talked to some other people, and they seemed to be the opinion that, you know, he was being a jerk for, you know, being lazy and not doing his job. But, you know, if he didn't like the what I was doing, I don't know why he didn't say something earlier. Should have. And he should have. You know, we could have. He could have said, hey, why don't you wait a little bit before you AOE? And I would have said, okay. Yeah, I think a lot of it is when there is a sense of entitlement because people are paying for a monthly service for the game. And when they get into it, and I felt the same way, and I feel the same way a lot of times because I do have an issue on need versus greed. And it's, it's an issue that I know I have, and I know I don't deal with it the right way. I think if you're going to need some something – just tell somebody before you need it. I mean, like that rogue in, in you know, case in point, and what happened there, If yeah, he needed on a cloth item after everybody had greeted on it. I don't often pay attention to people's classes and what the item is. I look to see if it's red. I look to see if it's green. If it's green, I'll greet it. If it's something that, you know, I'm like, you know, I know this XYZ drops in this particular instance, then, yeah, I'll tell people ahead of time, hey, this drops, I'm looking for it. If it drops, I'm going to need on it. Is that cool with everybody? I make that, you know, known ahead of time. And I, my fault was not saying ahead of time, hey, let's do a need before. Now, after I said that and after a little bit of a tidbit, everything was cool after that. Right, after, after everyone got kind of angry. Yeah, everybody got really mad. Well, it's because I started needing on everything. Even if I couldn't use it, I was needing. And well, because you so, went on a rant about it, and then you started needing. Yep, I did. <laughs> You know, so. which is not the right way to handle it. I admit it. It was no, not No, it's the, not. And I think one thing you have to consider is that, you know, with the traditional groups, you would have time as you were um, gathering the group together and getting to the instance right. to talk about logistics. Whereas now when you're thrown into a group, people are trying to get the stuff done fast, fast. so they can get the rewards. And they you, a lot of times people won't chat at all. True. They'll just, true. you know, as soon as everyone's there, they'll just start pulling. So I just need to make myself a little macro that says if, you, if you're going to need, say need. And that, that's the thing I don't care about. If someone needs something, cool, just let me know ahead of time before everybody else rolls agreed on it. Because a lot of times I don't need when I really could use that item because I just figure something else will drop and I'll worry about it later. As opposed to having that sense of entitlement where I need something from the game. And, of course, the biggest um, place that comes into controversy is the frozen orb that drops at the end of every heroic. Because... Who actually, quote, needs that item? Nobody really needs it. I mean, people have their professions that use it. So they might say, okay, I need it. But a lot of times what happens to you, people in different realms, people with different expectations, right. you have half a need and half a greed. And it's a little awkward. So you have to, I think it's good to kind of discuss that beforehand. Sure, but we kind of digressed a little bit from the, from, uh, the original question, was how we deal with anger in there. And, well... I know how I should deal with it, but I know how I do deal with it, which are sometimes two separate things. Technically, I should ignore it and, and feel sorry for the little 10-year-old and, and, you know, tell him that he's probably past his bedtime and he should go to bed. Right. Um, a lot of times what I do is, is kill it with uh, an intelligent comment, you know, redirect the conversation. Uh, and that's what I should do as opposed to fueling the fire and trying to get into, you know, a, a, a one-upping uh, war with words. See, I don't, I don't try to be intelligent. I usually just, just ignore it, especially in PvP. Why they're what she's talking about? Because, you know, when you have the bigger battlegrounds, um, like Arathi Basin, people just they'll get mad, and instead of just dis you discussing a strategy calmly, 
anything that goes wrong, they'll say, oh, Alliance sucks when we're Alliance. Right. And Or they say that at the beginning, like, yay, go fail group. <laughs> and it's just, it's really annoying because it's so negative. It's not helpful. Right. Kind of, it kind of sets up the expectations on how well the group's going to do. It, it? Really, it really does. And, uh, you know, if there's, they'll leave the nodes open, but no one will say, hey, let's send someone over to go guard those nodes. Until it gets captured. Mm, did, why then didn't you, we do that? People why say, didn't you hey, go over why do yeah. you, you stupid people not do this? Yeah. They put all the gl- blame on everyone else in the group. But and themselves. that really annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. I almost tempted to turn Battleground chat off. I'm not in a lot of Battlegrounds. So I don't see that a lot. Because I am absolutely enjoying the new LFG system. So. That might be segueing to our main content. It is. Is we, that what you're doing? We do, but we do want to thank Mariella for. The awesome email question because it does, you know, what do you do with your people? Do you fuel them? Do you ignore them? You say you ignore them. I tend to try to, you know, kill them with brilliance. Which, that, is, uh, that is probably one of the... Um, or I tell a Chuck Norris joke. Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, that always helps. Yeah. Because nobody can resist a Chuck Norris joke. That's true. So. But that is, that is really, like, I think probably the thing I like the least about MMOs. It's just the quality of the chat that happens, right? And the arguments not always, that come out. It's not always too intellectually stimulating. No, it's not. Such as our podcasts are. Of course, of course. But yeah, our segue into our main content this week is the new uh, LFD. I guess is really looking for dungeon because you're really getting a group. You're not really looking for a group. It's, you get it's a group. It's the I key. That's what I hit. All right, you hit the I key. So I mean, it is a new LFG because you are getting a group and you are getting into a dungeon. But man, do I like it because uh, you know I'm leveling up. Uh, squid cash and i'm really you know when it was coming up you have to be what a minimum of level 15 to start using the thing uh-huh and i remember when i first got him i was like level when i hit level 10 i'm like i i you know and it wasn't working so i was like ah and uh but once i started using it i get into a dungeon so fast and get through it so fast because you're doing the same dungeon over and over and over again for a while Oh, and, the uh, the razor burn downs. I think that's, yeah, that's the, the lowest cool, one. The, so the other cool thing is, you know, it. as an alliance player, I was getting thrown into a horde dungeon. Oh yes. And that was cool, but it was really confusing the first time I died. Yeah, because it dumps you out in Duratar. Yeah, and you're you like, don't know what? where to go? <laughs> um, yeah, you're following. You know, thank goodness for the mini map, right? And the other people who've been there before. And I had been there like one time before with my horde character, but I, I'd never been in that instance. I just knew where that instance was. But, yeah, good luck with me remembering it. Plus, I've, I've discovered that I really stink when everything turns black and white on the, on the death color thing. And I, do, I get lost. You need colors. I need colors, apparently. Uh, maybe, I'm getting old. I don't know. But anyhow, um, this is new in patch 3.3.0. It's used for five-man dungeons. You're not using it in raids. You're not using it in, in groups or general high-level quests. This is a dungeon finder. And the cool thing about it is it finds players to form a party from all the servers in that battle group. So there's no need, you know, to have, to be looking, like, if you look online and go, oh, man, there's only one healer in my, you know, range uh, on the server right now. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Not going to happen. Because you're pulling from your entire battle group. So that's good and bad because you never, you know, so you never know who you're going to get. However, um, I have yet to have a bad group. Now, uh, we'll talk about some of the negatives that I found in here, but one of the cool things 
and I know you've experienced this too, and I've yet to do it on high-level characters. I'm experiencing or I'm speaking purely from a lower-level character experience. Um, you get some cool rewards for doing the random dungeons. Well, the new gear that's out, you can only buy them in the Emblems of Frost. Unless you're a lobby. Then you're getting really cool new gear in your little satchel. So if you're running like a random classic dungeon or a Burning Crusade normal dungeon, you get a satchel of helpful goods. And to date, for me, that's been gear or a weapon. And it's been really, really good gear and really, really good weapon for my level. Oh, it looks a lot better than anything that's dropped in dungeons or... Oh, absolutely. In fact, every time I've gone in, I have yet to get something I didn't need. Um, I got one that was I was almost the same as like a coat or cloak of one versus another, and I didn't need it because uh, mine was better for my tune, so better for a healer than the other one was. Now, the a cool part I like about it also is once you queue up, you can queue up from anywhere in the world, and it instantly teleports you to the dungeon. When it's once ready. You, once, when it's ready, right. You get your little ready check, and boom, 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 everybody's ready, boom. You get transported in, teleported in. You're in the beginning of the instance, which is good and bad. We'll talk about that later. And you go do the instance, and as soon as you're done, you just leave the group, pow, it ports you back to exactly the same spot you're at when you queued up. And I like that. Now, anything you're doing, like random heroics with Lich King dungeons, you have to be at least 80. Um, when you do a random Burning Crusade heroic dungeon, you get no reward. If you do a random Lich King normal dungeon, you're going to get two Emblems of Triumph, which you were saying before, that's what you use for your gear now. If you are, uh, the first one you do, like the first uh, random Lich King heroic dungeon each day, you get two Emblems of Frost. And then from there on, you get your Emblems of Triumph. So your first random one you do, your you get your Frost and your Triumph. The key thing to remember about those, and that's the random dungeons. They're really, really promoting the random dungeons. Now, what happens when you get 100? You get a little reward we'll talk about later. But you also get good money. You get rewards. And it's just they really are pushing this whole random dungeon aspect of it. Now, there are some things I don't like. What do you not like? I don't like the fact that when you are in a situation where one of your party members leaves and you look for more, your, your group leader looks for more, it uses the same system. In essence, you do you recommit to your role of what you're going to be doing in that dungeon, whether it be a healer or DPS or tank or whatever, and then it goes off into the system and it pulls another person in. So if your healer leaves, and I'm a healer, and I'm out there, oh, let me do the random dungeon. Now it goes, boom, okay, I'm going into this random dungeon now. And it puts me where? At the beginning of the dungeon. But where's everybody else? In the middle. Or the end, or they're about to clear, kill the boss. Now how did they get there? They fought. Did they clear everything? Maybe, maybe not. So I'm a healer. <laughs> what do I do? Run into mobs. Run into mobs. That's a shame. It is. Um, I believe, I honestly think that that's an oversight on Blizzard's part. I think that if I'm coming in from LFM more, that I should be ported to wherever the group currently is. Or some kind of a central location, not the very beginning of the instance. Or dungeon, whatever you want to call it. The other thing I have a problem with is the long runs when you die. But I've always had a problem with that. They have to go back into um, the dungeon to retrieve your corpse and then do the long run back to where I know it's a huge penalty for dying. It's a huge time waste. You know, you should be transported immediately back to your dead self over there in the dungeon. 
Or if you have to, if they want to do the time, run back, fine. Let me run back to the dungeon, and when I get to the dungeon, transport me back to my body, you know, or something. <laughs> you know, so sure. that's and what what another thing we didn't talk about too was looking for the specific dungeons. Right, you can queue up for any dungeon you want to do. Right, which is awesome because over Christmas time when they're doing the Winter Vale, I was looking for the green hat. It's part of the achievement. I did get the title Merrymaker, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. So I looked up on Wowhead and said, okay, it drops from AN, Nexus, and Oculus. So what was I able to do? Go in and queue for all three of them, whichever popped first, and went and did that one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and you can do that with, you know, I just like the flexibility that you can have a party of five people, have a full group, and still do random heroic, and still get the rewards. That is kind of cool. Because you're, you're still doing a random. Or you can go in with just two people and then do a random. You know, or get a group of three people and you're like, all right, well, we need a healer for Nexus and we'll do Nexus. And just use the tool and say, hey, we'll do Nexus. Wait for it to put you with the healer. Yeah. It's really neat. I really like it. I am really, 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 really enjoying it. The thing I enjoyed about it, about it most is I don't have to sit around and wait a really, really long time. I just kind of hang out and when they're ready to go we're ready to go and I've yet to wait more than except for that one time with you I've yet to wait more than like about five minutes for a dungeon oh that made me mad <laughs> that just... made me mad okay so we finally had Root in a group yeah this is my first time my, my actually 80, like played yep. Root in like months I logged into Root 80 Warlock on Whisperwind I said okay we're gonna do a random heroic who was under geared he was under geared that's fine so I'm walking around I'm like okay I'm gonna go to Stormwind Click on the little Stormwind portal. The login screen takes forever to load. When I finally get in there, I hear this little noise, and it said, you have been removed from the queue <laughs> because you did not accept the invitation. I was wondering who that was. Because uh, <laughs> here I'm going to get all excited because it pops up. I'm like, okay, we're going to go in a group. Boom, hit the button, and no. And it lets you in. Oh, no. What happens is is you get your ready check, and, and you see the little little ready check in the middle. Yeah, you see all the little check like, marks. Except one. And I'm thinking, who's that? This person is not doing DPS. <laughs> we're missing a DPS person. Who could that be? And I guess it was you. That was me. And then it tells you you've been removed from queue because one or more members of your party. And we've been waiting know, about 15 minutes. About 15 minutes for that one. And uh, it pops, and we had to and you were do it again, and then you left, and then yeah. you didn't come back for like another hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we still haven't done our heroic. Not yet. Not yet. We will. We will. This weekend is coming up. That's true. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the weekend. Happy Come weekend. Well, tomorrow for us recording it today. Yes. <laughs> we just like time warped everybody listening. That was awesome. So This is from the past. Yeah. <laughs> You're hearing it now in the future. Because <laughs> it's business time. So But your the daily money and the XP and all the rewards you get are gonna be based on your character level. But it really is a very, very, very cool aspect. I think They've done about a, I give them about a 98%. They could, you know, they could fix that whole teleporting thing. And uh, other than that, I think it's pretty good. Oh, do you know what the best part is? Tell me what the best part is. The best part is, is the perky pug that you can get as a pet. So. Pet perky pug. In Freckleface's adopt a pet segment this week, I think Freckleface should talk about the perky pug. The perky pug. All right. With the random groups, mm -hmm. the heroics. Every time you successfully complete a dungeon, it counts the amount of people that you're hooked up with randomly. Okay. Okay, when you do it with 10, it gives you a little achievement. 
When you do it with 50, it gives you the title, The Patient. When you do it with 100, it gives you this little pet called The Perky Pug. Now, these are only heroic dungeons. Only heroic. That explains why I haven't gotten it yet. Okay, that's fine. Only heroic, and it's, like, for example, if you and I went in a group, and then we did a heroic, and we finished it, it only give give us three at the end of the dungeon. Because there are only three random people added in. Right, and we've... Now, does it count if you and I group again? Are you counted as another random person or not? It only counts the random people. Like, if we were to take that same group and then do another instance, the, it wouldn't count it Okay, again. so okay, so it's different random people. Different random people. Okay, uh-huh. makes sense. And it has to finish, so if someone, you know, comes in and then you don't finish the instant, that doesn't count. What if someone leaves? That doesn't count. Oh, that's so rough. to finish the instance. So that, that fail tank that you guys had. That didn't count. But I still got four at the end of the instance because we added other people okay, to make up okay, for that. Okay, okay. Um, but we were going to four-man it. That was our initial plan. Tried to. We failed. Right. Failed. Um, if we had, <laughs> we've only gotten a three credit for th- uh, grouping three. Oh, people. okay. I got you. I got you. Confusing yeah. it for a sec. All right. Well. But it is adorable. I'm still working on it. I think I have 70 now. Wow. So probably by this time next week. Yeah, Maybe. We'll see what happens. Maybe. I think you'll have it by this time next week. We'll see. I think. Stay tuned and find out if Freckleface gets her perky, perky pug. pug. So I guess it's a little dog, right? It is a little dog. It's, yeah. it's the cutest thing. I used to have in a pug. The, in the world. Missy. You did? Yeah. When I was They're in high adorable. school. Eighth and ninth grade. Was it adorable? She was all black pug. Aw. And she used to snort. Well, all pugs do. Yeah, they but do. yeah, it scared my neighbor. She thought that she was growling. The neighbor actually called the cops. <laughs> on our little, and you know, I Missy was, pug. yeah, she was an old little pug too, you know, and, and Missy, she had a, well, this is probably too much information, but she had a little infection on her, on her booty. Aww. And so she would kind of scratch it on the sidewalk by, it looked like she would break dancing. <laughs> and she would snort at the same time. And the, 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 yeah, the crazy lady across the street called the cops and the cops showed up and came to the door, and they're like, we have a report of a dangerous dog, and the guy's looking at our pug and going, is that the dangerous dog? And I'm like going, I, it's the only dog we got. <laughs> and he laughed and uh, petted Missy, and Missy loved Missy loved everybody. She used Aww. to be a, a, a pet store dog. Well, some people have phobias, I guess. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, I know. pet store dogs love everybody. And Missy yeah. was a pet store dog, because my sister and I worked at a pet store when we were little kids. Oh. So Missy came from the pet store, because she did. Anyhow, there's a little bit of Roots Life just for you. It's an, a, new, a new segment we're going to do every week. No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay. We don't want to hear that much about your life. <laughs> no, sorry. No, much, no more about your life. We're never going to hear any more about Roots Life on here. But what we will hear is Roots Auction House Tips. Oh. I am full of segues today. What do you have for us today? This one is a tricky tip. Okay. But it has paid off for me more often than not. And so I have, I'm on the plus side of making money. I have lost money, but not overall, I've made money in this one. So if you're not confused, I've done this a couple of times. I've lost money, but I've made more money doing it than I've lost. Got it? Good. And that is listing, high, listing items really big, really uh, high, going big on items when you list them. Here's the thing. I'll go in and I'll look at a particular item and I'll say, okay, this item has been selling for, like I have one that's been selling, I was selling it for four, between four and seven gold. And I was, and you know, I was making four between four and seven gold on it every time I sold it at four and seven gold. It's a very low item that I was acquiring. And one day I went in and was paying, playing with um, uh, some of the settings, and I realized, hey, this thing thinks it's worth about thirty gold. 
So let me put it in there for 50 gold. Now you were using a different tab of auctioneer. Right. This and this was the uh, that was this was the um, the appraiser the tab. appraiser tab. And the appraiser had it really high, and I went higher than the appraiser tab because I did have success one time with listing something what the appraiser said that I was underlisting. So I said, you know what? Let me list it a little higher than even what appraiser says. Let me see what happens. Now remind remember this was an item that I was selling before between four and seven gold. Which you bought for about four silver. Four silver. Yeah, don't give so away you, my secrets. I won't, I won't say what it is, but you still. <laughs> You're still making a good profit. A on huge it. profit, I think, and sold very fast too. I mean, I was doing this multiple times a day, but I went ahead and said, "All right, you know what? Appraiser listed a little higher. Let me list it even higher than that." Now there is a. What I have found is is you need to know when your servers are busiest. So that because what happens there is you have more people going in and out of the auction house. If you do it on a low day, it ain't going to work, and I can tell you 100% it's going to fail because that's what's happened to me. I end up putting this item that normally was on, on the auction house for between 4 and 7 gold for 40 gold. That's 10 times the amount of gold that I was selling it for. It's like 100 times as much as you and bought it And 100 times, yeah, 100%, yeah, huge. Yeah, huge markup. And it sold within 30 minutes. Wow. Now, as I said, I put them up there on days when there wasn't a lot of traffic in the auction house or on the server, and I lost money on it because the auction never sold. But I have made plenty more money by putting an auction up there for 40 gold on something I paid four silver for. Now, and, and I've done it for, it's not just one item. Remember that. You know, I'm not going to go do my little, one of the tactics you have to realize that when I do this with Fat Wall or anybody else, I'm not just doing this onesies, twosies. I'm doing it you know, five, six, eight, ten, twelve items at a time. As many as I can put up there at that price range. So when I when I'm when I have a loss, it's a big loss, but when I have a, a win or a gain, it's a huge gain. Because now I'm putting items up there that I'm getting for four or five silver at for forty gold, but I'm putting eight or nine or ten of them up there. And now four hundred gold's coming in off of twelve silver. You do the math. It's a huge gain. So it's great. And that's why Fat Wallet is over 2,000 gold right now because I've made some mistakes. I've bought some stuff. I did some stuff where I thought I could resell something and got stuck with it. Um, and, you know, there have been some – You just I tend to get, like I said before, a little more frivolous sometimes in, in, in what I'm doing, and I'm not paying attention. But, again, you started out with 100. I started with 100 gold. And, and turned I'm saying, 100 into 2,000. Yeah. Literally just investments, just reselling. Yes. Just playing the auction house. Yes. Yeah, Fat Wallet has no outside – I refuse to send them anything, refuse to accept anything. I won't sign a guild charter, nothing. He's level what? One. One? He's never hit anybody. The only experience I have was from walking around. <laughs> <laughs> you found this place. You found that place. That's all I've got. That can level you up a few levels. I've, I'm not walking around a lot, though, because I'm level one. and you I ran, have, You ran to the capital. I don't even have a weapon. <laughs> I need to get him a fish. I can have a fish to swing around. That would be funny. That would that would be funny. But I refuse to spend money on him. Yeah. And he, I refuse to go to the mailbox and receive mail from from anybody. So I'd have to ask somebody to give me a fish. I think that should be my goal for next week. See if I can get someone to give me a fish weapon. An offhand. Yeah, an offhand fish weapon. Okay. We'll see if I can do that. But yeah, so there it is. Go big, but remember to go big when you have a lot of traffic on your server. So that's it. Uh, our add-on on the week this week, Freckleface, is one I am not aware of. So, well, this this add-on on the week is something that 
everyone needs to be aware of. I'm not saying everyone needs to get this add-on. And that is the gear score add-on. We may or may not have talked about it before. I don't think we have. But it's, uh, you know how all of your items have an item level? Yes. All of your armor equipment. Yep. All gear score does is somehow calculates the item levels of your gear and gives you a score. Okay. But what people are doing with that is using it as a screening for when they're making raids. Oh. They say, oh, you have to have a minimum of this gear score. Gotcha. Or someone will say, hey, I'm looking for a group. I do this much DPS, and I have this gear score. My gear score is 12. It's probably not a good gear score. No, not a good gear no. score. I'm not exactly sure how it calculates it. Um, but what's interesting about it is that every time someone brings this up, at least in Whisperwind, there are three people who say gear score is stupid. Mm-hmm. Because there are obviously multiple elements to know if someone's qualified to do a raid. You have the gear, you have the spec, and you have the actual skill as a player. You have the experience in the particular raid. And it also doesn't calculate um, your enchants, your items. Okay. Um, so it's not quite accurate, but, you know, we just kind of want to throw it out there, see if anyone has any opinions that they want to shout back at us, you know, through Twitter or through email or whatever. Um, or call us. Or call us, you know, because we're curious what everyone thinks about it because it seems like there's a lot of mixed reactions and it always sparks kind of an argument. So it's giving you your base score on what your gear and weapons can do or item Basically, levels that they yeah. are. But it's not calculating any kind of enchants or your actual personal experience running a raid or right. It's it's just a number or your co- or your connection speed. So, oh, that's that's yeah, important. Yeah, very or important. Or your add-ons. Or your add-on. Um, or whether or not you actually listen to this podcast. There you go, because that will help. That will help <laughs> somehow. But um, there are people who say there are people who say that this gear score is going to be something that's going to be implemented into future patches. That's going to be something that you know that your interface tells you. I could see that because then probably if, if Blizzard was doing it from internally, then they could calculate, you know, all your enchants and everything else. You could have a base score plus, you know, everything else that you get. I know. I mean, they have a good argument for it because you now you have the achievement for, you know, quote, superior, which you get an achievement if all of your items are have a certain item level, okay. 187. And they have another one for epic if all your items are over level 213. Um, so they do incorporate that in their in their achievement system. So I don't see why it doesn't become standard later on. So something that you need to be aware of, whether or not you agree with using it or not, um, just know that if you're wanting to get into raids that people will probably look at it, whether or not you think that's fair, you know, you could get disqualified from going to raid because of your gear score. So maybe it's just something good to have just to know. I can also see if Blizzard does make this a standard part that they're doing, I could see them grouping people of like gear scores together. That way, like if I know like I'm severely undergeared, then I'm not going to be picked by a group that's uber-geared to go with them. Probably not, unless it's a guild run. But if I am geared like the rest of my group is, then we have, you know, maybe a less chance to, to do any damage in the uber-guild, or uber-grouped, I'm sorry, the uber-geared people. But at least I don't have to deal with the fact that people go, oh, you're an undergeared noob. So I can go in. Yeah, we, you know, in other words, maybe the dungeon level can be dropped down a little bit. We don't do it on heroic, but we do it in a regular instance. But that way gives us an opportunity to gear up. 
Yeah, and it's got to be something that's in their system somehow already. Because when I first dinged 80, or when the, I'm sorry, when this new Looking for Raid would come out, you know, it was Looking for Raid, all it does is you select the raids that you want to do and you put in a message and it lists you in like a browser type thing. But there are certain raids that I was locked out of. Right, well, that's part of, we didn't even cover that, that the, the Looking for Group or Dungeon or Raid, whatever, uh, like a level 80 player cannot queue up for a classic dungeon or a Burning Crusade dungeon. So you are limited to your level bracket or expansion pack that you have. Right. And if you want to do that, you have to do it the traditional way. Right. Like if you want to, a lot of people want to do the old raids just for the achievement. Sure. But or group up and then go do it. Yeah. But they have to just go do it regularly. Um, Summoning stones aren't going away. No, they're not. No. But with the gear score, I mean, there's whatever they're using to decide that, that Blizzard is saying, no, you're too undergeared to go into these raids. And as I've done heroics and gotten a few more pieces, you know, they, they become unlocked. And I am curious to know how they're calculating that, if it's just item level or, or what. You know what I noticed makes a lot of people mad? What's that? In the LFG channel, when I respond as Fat Wallet telling people I can solo whatever instance they're talking about. That makes you mad? That no, makes it makes them, them mad? mad. Yeah, people send me hate, hate chat and stuff. Really? Yeah, I'll be like, I solo that. And they're like, what? And then, like, I guess they figure out I'm a level one dwarf. And... <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> then they start mad. They get mad at me for I guess wasting their time. But I had fun with it. it made me happy. Oh, that's our. That's like my little mini shenanigans for the week. Shenanigans. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff people brag about in trade is just. It's just talk. It's just. It's trade. just talk, you yeah. know, because people, like someone will say, "Oh, well, I'm looking for a group, and I have five thousand DPS," <laughs> and then someone else will say, 5,000, is that supposed to be good?" <laughs> you know, and right. just, a lot of that stuff goes on it's like you know schoolyard banter it is so but that's kind of goes back to our question we had an email it does it's just been like a whole weaving of a show today how do you deal with anger just imagine them as little kids whose mom's gonna yell at them yeah for not cleaning their room and you can do the simpson laugh ha <laughs> ha so anyhow we want to thank you for listening don't forget to check out the website at hearthcast.com remember our acn hotline Three two one five five eight seven six three seven. You can always email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. Use our website submission form or send us a tweet on Twitter. And if you like this show, then please let us know. You can rate us on iTunes, send us some emails, and as always, you know, tell your friends and your guildmates, link to us from your blog, your Facebook, or MySpace, and we will always send you a link back. Absolutely. And stay tuned for next week. We should have some cool new news that is breaking for us this week. But we can't tell you anything about it. Just a, just a nasty teaser until next week. So until next week, this has been Root. And Freckleface. From HearthCast.com.